Nine. Hello and welcome, Tyler. It's the Thanksgiving episode. Oh, it's about time. I can't believe it's been a, like a, a month since Halloween. Man, I don't know what's happening. Dude, this year, as, as slow and agonizing and painful as it is, it's also flying by, right? It is now. Yeah, it's, it's you know really, it's, it's rocketing. The, the issue is, is just one painful, horrible Monday. That's how this year is, you know, but it's, it's, we're, 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 we're trekking through, man. We're almost there, dude. We're almost there. We're almost yeah, we're on Tuesday now. Yeah. Right. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in the Tuesday of the year. We're definitely in the Tuesday oh, of the year. Yeah, man. Nice. So, um, Thanksgiving, dude, Thanksgiving, man. It's one of my favorite, favorite holidays of the year, man. I just like the togetherness. I like the, the atmosphere. This is everyone's, you know, you're starting to feel that year end wrap up, right? Yeah. Yeah. The fall. I mean, it doesn't really, we don't really see a changing of the leaves or seasons or anything, but, uh, no, but you, but there's a crispness in the air. It's crisp. There's absolutely crisp. Yeah. It's, it's brisk. You know, that's what it is. It's it brisk. is brisk. It's 40 <laughs> degrees this morning. It's great. And we never, we never get to see that in California. You know what, Tyler? I wore a sweater today, man. Yeah. Right. I wore a oh sweater today. Dude, when do you ever get to see that in California? Anyone listening anywhere, I know this doesn't seem like a big deal, but it's a big deal for California people to get to wear a sweater. And I'm not talking about a light sweater, you know, like a nice – I wore a fucking sweater today, like a hoodie, dude. You finally took the plastic off of the dry cleaning. It's great. Yeah, right. <laughs> Got a nice fresh coat. Dude, this this hoodie has low miles, man. Like, this is great. Yeah. Take this the mothballs out, you're set. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, we have a lot to go over today, Tyler. There's a lot to go over. My mouth is watering, dude. This is this is some of the greatest cuisine that there is. Um, it is. Let's 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 just get right into it, man. Uh, tell us about Thanksgiving, Tyler. Dig right in. Okay, so this uh, a lot of this info is from Wikipedia, but I think it it gives a good overview. Uh, so what do we have here is the first documented Thanksgiving services in, in the territory currently belonging to the United States were actually conducted by the Spaniards and the French in the 16th century. So we're talking about, what, 1500s? That's pretty far back. Yeah. Thanksgiving services were uh, routine in what would become Virginia as early as 1607 with the first permanent settlement uh, of in uh, Jamestown, Virginia, holding a Thanksgiving in 1610. In 1619, 38 English settlers arrived at uh, Berkeley 100 in Charles City County, Virginia. The group's uh, London Company charter specifically required that the day of our ship's arrival at the place assigned in the land of Virginia shall be yearly and perpetually kept holy as a day of thanksgiving to the Almighty God. So it was a religious holiday originally. As that is, don't they all kind of start like that or end up like that? Like everyone takes a turn, right? It is. Uh, Halloween was kind of a religious holiday. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, just like you had, you know, told us, you know, the Pope really, really turned it into a, a, a holy day instead of, you know, the, the the fun that it was. But the same with Thanksgiving then, right? Yeah. 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 The Celtics had it first. Then the church uh, came in for Halloween. And uh, now that Thanksgiving was originally a religious uh, uh, celebration. Okay. Uh, continuing on, uh, months after a rough winter in 1621, the famous Squanto was brought in by Samoset uh, to teach pilgrims to fish, plant crops, and acted as the interpreter for the, uh, I guess, the pilgrims or colonists. Uh, have you heard of Samoset before? That You've heard of Squanto, familiar. I'm sure. Yeah, Squanto, yeah. That, that, that name is familiar. I mean, it really is a familiar name. Um, maybe I'm giving myself more credit than I deserve. I... I'm, I think i've heard that name before come up it has to have been brought up with squanto because yeah like for me that name was very familiar as well but i just right you know uh it's cool though i didn't realize squanto was the kind of like the un ambassador to these two groups didn't yeah, know yeah, that. yeah 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 he was yeah he was you know the mediator he was uh he he really was you know integral integral during the times that's why his name is so much um uh more Associated. brought up than anyone else yeah. exactly exactly but one of the things I, for some reason, I didn't include this is Squanto was not there. He was kind of, he was, uh, they made him travel to do all this stuff. He was living somewhere else at the time, which I thought oh, really? was interesting. It's like, he kind of acted as like the the consultant for all of this. Yeah. Which is kind of, it's kind of cool. It was freelancing um, in the 1600s, man. That's, that's how it was. 
Exactly. He was, <laughs> was freelancing in he's 1621. Like, you know, yeah, he's like, here's my card. And it was a year of corn with his name on it, you know? <laughs> uh Okay, so yes, yeah, so 1621, that year held the, uh, the most famous of the Thanksgivings, also uh, known as the first Thanksgiving. A uh, hundred pilgrims set foot off the Mayflower that year, and only 50 lived to attend the feast, while what 90 Native Americans, yeah, while Native, uh, 90 Native Americans attended. Was John uh, Wayne uh, in there with the pilgrims? Yeah, it, <laughs> this is my feast, pilgrim. That's funny. I have no idea yeah. what that's actually from Tyler. Is that is that really a thing? I, he's had to have said it in some movie. I I wouldn't know. I mean, he's not a great actor, and I don't think he's really uh, really memorable at all. He was also oh. horribly racist. So, oh, okay. Well, never mind. Car- carry on. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> America <laughs> apologizes. Yeah. Uh. uh uh, so we have we have 140 people eating at this uh, first Thanksgiving. Uh, the feast was cooked by the four adult ping- uh, pilgrim women who survived their first winter in the New World. Their names were Eleanor Billington, Elizabeth Hopkins, Mary Brewster, and Susanna White, along with young daughters ma- and male and female servants. So these four women with their daughters and male and female servants cooked for 140 people. That's insane, man. That's, that's crazy. After surviving their first harsh winter. They- yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the prize. Like now you get to cook for everyone that's still alive, you know, it, congrats on living. Yeah. Um, there was a, uh, I didn't, uh, unfortunately I didn't write their name down, but, um, it said that this, uh, this feast probably took place between September 21st and November 11th. So before our usual Thanksgiving date. Right. Uh, so it's kind of interesting. Um, the first civil Thanksgiving uh, took place in 1623 after a uh, fast, a food fast and a two week downpour that resulted in a healthier crop. The first national proclamation of Thanksgiving was given by the Continental Congress in 1777 from its temporary location in York, Pennsylvania, while the British occupied the national capital at Philadelphia. Delegate Samuel Adams, yes, the famous Samuel Adams, from the beer. created the first, yep, nice. the, the Samuel Adams. He created the, uh, the first draft of the proclamation and Congress then adopted the final version. Uh... Our first president, George Washington, leader, as it says, the leader of the revolutionary forces in the American Revolutionary War, proclaimed that a Thanksgiving in December 1777 as a victory celebration honoring the defeat of the British at Saratoga. Uh, President Abraham Lincoln, prompted by a series of editorials written by Sarah Josepha Hale, proclaimed a national Thanksgiving Day to be celebrated on the 26th the final Thursday of November in 1863. And that's how it stayed, right? Uh, In a way. uh, It's interesting that two of our, I guess our most famous presidents had a hand in in sort of making Thanksgiving a thing, or at least keeping it a thing. Right. Um, Since 1863, Thanksgiving has been observed annually in the United States. The holiday superseded Evacuation Day, a de facto national holiday that had been held on November 25th each year to the civil war, uh, prior to the civil war and commemorated the British withdrawal from the United States after the American revolution. Uh, on June 28th, 1870, uh, president Ulysses S. Grant signed into law, the holidays act that made Thanksgiving a yearly appointed or remembered federal holiday in Washington, DC Three other holidays included in the law were New Year's, Christmas, and the 4th of July. The law did not extend outside of Washington, D.C., while the date assigned for Thanksgiving was left to the discretion of the president. Interesting. Right. Any questions? Don't make it hard? No, no. So far, so far, so good, man. I love learning these things, man. It's super, super interesting. The... You know, the United States, it's it's a newer country. It really is. I mean... Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that's what people don't realize it it as you know you say it has a rich history right mm-hmm. um 
but really it's it's such a young country you know as as the united states as we know it as even these traditions are only you know hundreds of years old it's not you know from the bible days things like that so it's so interesting to know people who were you know almost at an arm's length in history from where we are today to see how mm-hmm. it was shaped that we're you know celebrating it today right yeah yeah, I, it's it's so interesting to see how they felt things out. <laughs> Just trying to trying to really get it, you know, uh, uh, you know, one an important holiday, and also just you know, the, the you know, just j- just you know, it's a rough draft holiday, and we're absolutely. just seeing them smooth out the edges. That's absolutely, that's it. And, and that's that's part of what I love, you know, to see and hear, and you know, when you when you educate us about these things, it's so it's so interesting to see how things go from nothing to something, how it goes from an idea to to something that's you know annual, something that till today we do it, even in the slightest sense, similarly to how it how it was you know uh, intended to be or how it was back you know when it started. Absolutely. I, I, I love things like that, man. I'm just all about history, dude. I, I love things like that. Um, Little tidbits. This it, thing's nothing but a, a Jeopardy like training question. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. By the way, man. You uh, know, that's right. Rest. Yeah. In peace. Oh, that's right. Uh, that was that was a heavy loss, man. On top of you know everything in 2020, that was that was big for us, man. That was big. That was. Um, may he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Uh, carry on, Tyler. What else is there for us? Uh, got some, uh, traditions here, uh, that were in the 1800s. First is, uh, New England had a raffle held on Thanksgiving Eve in which prizes were mainly geese or turkeys. Uh, a shooting match also occurred on Thanksgiving morning in which turkeys and chickens were used as targets. (laughs) (laughs) Were those the same ones from the prizes from before? It's like, you win it, not shoot it. Like, what is the most dangerous game? (laughs) I was trying to... see like if you know if whoever shot these turkeys or chickens like if maybe you know what which whoever shot like they became the prizes but it seemed (laughs) like just like okay we'll give you a turkey on top of hey uh have at it guys with your muskets take your muskets out (laughs) you imagine like reloading that thing each time you miss a turkey like how after a while like don't you give up after the third try more more than that it's it's also they were using you know blunder buses and things like that which was packed <laughs> tightly it was just little iron balls in a in a gun so you have to imagine eating the meat you have to pick really you have to pick around all the all the little you know um sh- uh, shrapnel <laughs> metal right yeah the shrapnel exactly yeah, you get a mouthful of shrapnel and you know they talk about how how you know uh, a fun fact that I have is turkey has more protein than chicken or beef and you know apparently if you go far oh enough back, it also had more iron right yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what Man, I, like that's what you give the people with the false teeth like here can you do me a favor and give this a quick chew and i'll take it yeah right that's why george washington famously had his you know wooden teeth or whatever it was made what, out of yeah. like, I, I assume you know he went to thanksgiving and just went in hard on on you know uh, a bunch of pellets yeah. <laughs> Martha it happened again. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's her name, right? Is it Martha? Is it Martha Washington? I think yeah, I think it was Martha, yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. George. Uh, now the next one uh still has its roots uh in today's Thanksgiving culture. Uh the earliest high school football rivalries took root in the late nineteenth century in Massachusetts. Stemming from games played on Thanksgiving, professional football took root as a Thanksgiving staple uh, during the sports genesis in the 1890s. And the tradition of Thanksgiving football, both at the high school and professional level, continues to this day, of course. The southern United States had had long resisted adopting the holiday before largely accepting it with the increased influence of football on the day. Wow, man. There's there's the southern United States. Yeah, the, the the South brought uh, football together for us, huh? Yeah, they're carrying in the traditions. Okay, okay. And then uh, jumping into the 1900s now, up until 1939, all of Lincoln's successors proclaimed Thanksgiving to be celebrated on the last Thursday of November. It was Franklin Delano Roosevelt that decided that the fourth Thursday would be the official Thanksgiving Day. Roosevelt thought an earlier Thanksgiving would give merchants merchants 
a longer period to sell goods before Christmas. So we're <laughs> it's all about uh, consumerism. You see, it's been about money for so long that it's just it, it's it's so integrated into the holidays that we have that that you see even in history they were just worried about making the buck. That's right. Right. That's, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as true then as true in the in the early 1900s as it is today in 2020. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. And then now, uh, since 1947, the uh, National Turkey Federation, yes, that is a thing, has presented the President of the United States, United States with one live turkey and two dressed turkeys in a ceremony known as the National Thanksgiving Turkey Presentation. The presentation part was partially born out of a lobbying campaign, which was... Uh, uh, and the Truman administration in an effort to conserve grain for foreign aid campaigns. Sorry, I know this is a run on sentence. Uh, <laughs> began promoting meatless turkeys and poultryless Thursdays in the autumn of 1947. John F. Kennedy was the first president reported to spare the turkey given to him. He said he didn't plan to eat the bird. And Ronald Reagan was the first to grant the turkey a presidential pardon which he jokingly presented to his 1987 turkey. The turkey was then sent to a petting zoo. Hang on, hang on, hang uh, on, hang on, hang on. I have something fun for you. I have something very fun for you. All uh, right. John F. Kennedy spared that turkey November 19th, 1963. It was three days before he himself was assassinated. Wow. Um, on the turkey that they gave him, uh, they they put a sign on the turkey that said "Good good eating, Mr. President," and he was not. It doesn't say he was disgusted by it, but it said it, he was taken aback by it. And I guess it just put him off so much that he said, "Yeah, well, let's let's send this guy back." Um, and oh, he ended up at a petting zoo. Yeah, nineteen nine uh, November nineteenth, nineteen sixty three, three days before his assassination. I wrote that down um, on the off chance that you were going to bring it up. But yeah, that, wow. I, I, yeah, I had to put that in there. I'm like, dude, the, the the turkey got to live, and you know, this guy got assassinated. So that sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. Three days before, three days before, November nineteenth, nineteen sixty three. He might as well have just bitten the head off the turkey right right in the yard there. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I, just I mean, go all Aussie on him. Yeah, yeah. At that point, yeah. But you know, we who who would have known, right? Who would have known? Literally. Oh man. I'm sorry to cut you off mid sentence. I just I couldn't let it go too far without bringing that up. That that that. No, it's happen. great. Yeah, added some color to this. Perfect. And more than that, apparently the turkey he was presented with was 55 pounds. Oh my which is, god! Which is massive. If you could just imagine a 55 pound turkey, like now they're big, right? But that's freaking massive, man. And in 1963, I mean, um. You know, things that are, we're eating today are being processed, all that good stuff. You know, hormones, injections, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. So they are getting bigger. But imagine a 55-pound turkey wearing a sign that said, uh, good eating, Mr. President. Oh, saying that, man. you know, in front of your face in 1963. So I, I I see definitely where he was put off by it and and gave that turkey, you know, another day. Could have invited all of Congress over for sandwiches after Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely i'm wow. sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry to cut you off brother i'm sorry to cut you off dude i had no, to no, no, i had no, to in there sorry any, any jfk tidbits are welcome it doesn't matter what episode we're doing that's that's true man. that's true fascinating absolutely fascinating uh, uh where are we uh george hw bush uh, yes. who served as vice president under reagan made the turkey pardon a permanent annual tradition upon assuming the presidency in 1989 a tradition that has been carried on by every president each year since. So that's the presidential pardon is really recent. I mean, during our lifetime. Yes. Yes. Um, the only other thing that I could add, if you don't mind to the, yeah. to, to this little tidbit, I was doing a little bit of re reading. This is what happens when you read from multiple sources, people. So it's not that Tyler missed anything. It's that maybe he saw something I didn't and vice versa. Um, so the turkey presentation started in 1947 under President Truman, just like you said. What what was mm -hmm. interesting is um, a few people, you know, spared them. It wasn't called a pardon at the time, just like just like you had mentioned. The funny thing that I saw was President Eisenhower 
straight up just devoured the birds that were given to him. Like, you know, he, they just put it in front of him. That they made a point to say Eisenhower ate the birds presented to him. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so that guy, that guy was out for blood, man. I just, I just have to drop that in there. Eisenhower had no, no mercy for those birds. They put him right in front of him and he ate what was given to him. I think he would have uh, thought maybe it was insulting to people not to do it just like that. But he had a bloodlust uh, for the bird. Yeah, he had a bloodlust for the bird. They put it down in front of him, and you know, you, I, I, I hope they had time to take the feathers out before the guy started biting. Uh, one would hope. <laughs> yeah, you never right. know though. This is the 1950s. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a different time. It, to his credit, it was a different time. It's not like today where they're looking at you know giving pardons to birds. Uh, <laughs> back then, yeah, he uh, said, "Pardon me, bird," and just took a bite. So. Yeah, pardon me, Bernard, as he's like, as he's just like cracking the neck. <laughs> so, so that's that's that. That's the only other tidbit I have for you. I promise I won't interrupt again on that one. Uh, what else do we got here? The uh, da, 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 da. Uh, all right. So I think we're that's about it for history. I do have some other stuff to mention, but into something interesting, which was, do you, would you like to try and guess? I have two parades here. Uh, would you like to guess what the oldest Thanksgiving parade is? The oldest Thanksgiving parade. Are you asking for the date or what it was about? Which which one? Like there's there's uh, I have two listed here. So it's so you're talking about the Thanksgiving Day parade, right? Yeah. Are you looking for a year? Nope, just which one? Okay, so basically, I guess the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade would be the one that I, I guess a lot of people would think of. That's the uh, one I was thinking of, but it's I had no idea, you know, about year or anything like that. But as yeah, Macy's Thanksgiving the Day Parade. Second. It's a, really? it's the second of the two. Yeah, it's the the first one is the oldest one is the Philadelphia's. It's Philadelphia's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which was in 1920. Is that still going? Um, it is still going. It's uh, but years. it's yeah, that's right. It's a hundred years uh, this year, but it has a ton of uh, different names, which I'd love to read off to you because uh, this is this is I found this entertaining. Uh, okay. So it's uh, it's regular name is Philadelphia's Thanksgiving Day Parade. It's also known as the Six ABC Dunkin' Donuts Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> okay. The Six ABC IKEA Thanksgiving Day Parade. The 6 ABC Boscov's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Channel 6 Melon PSFS Thanksgiving Day Parade. Uh, and Channel 6 MasterCard Thanksgiving Day Parade. So it this goes sounds, to a lot of sponsorships. This this parade sounds like a NASCAR vehicle, just, you know, covered in sponsorships from every direction. It's, you know, next year, this is going to be the Team TNA uh, Thanksgiving Day Philadelphia Parade. One would hope. I really yeah, hope right? so. I think in our second year of podcast, I really hope we make it to, I, I to the too, Thanksgiving man. Day Parade. We could be the 101 year, you know, uh, sponsors. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> One can dream. Yeah, dream big, man. Dream big. Um, uh, what else do you have um, for us on that? So moving on to the famous uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade that was created in 1924. So not too far behind. Uh, the first Macy's balloon, 1927, was Felix the Cat. Oh, wow. Uh, 1934 had the first Mickey Mouse balloon. And uh, this year's 2020s character balloons include the Red Titan, which is apparently a children's YouTube channel. So okay. I, I, Never YouTube's getting into the mix. Yeah. And the Boss Baby. The Boss Baby. The Alec Baldwin... Oh, CGI oh, oh, character. Okay, okay. I yeah, I had a, I had a, yeah, I uh it's it's good to have a heads up because if I honestly if the boss baby showed up at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day prayer, I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so thankfully they uh, uh the, the, there's some indication of what it is now. Um so there's some food here of what was at the 1621 Thanksgiving feast. Oh, wow. Uh, and it supposedly contained waterfowl, which was, you know, like duck and goose and, and you know, that uh, venison, lobster, lobster. Wow. Uh, See, these people were clams. looking large, man. Yeah. So so the rest of this, I, I don't know how well the rest of this went with 
uh, goose, venison, like deer and, and lobster, but uh, clams was part of that. Berries, fruit, pumpkin, and squash. So there's nothing like having some fruit with some lobster, <laughs> some pumpkin with some clams, and squash with your deer. Yeah, I'm Interesting. pretty. I'm pretty sure this is why the, you know uh, a lot of people died at the time. You know, it's this kind of <laughs> this kind of a diet. I, I mean, you can't hold that long, right? Oh, this flavor combo. Let's go stand in front of the bison. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there must have been a, uh, li- a line around the corner at that uh, at that house back then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> honey, get the bark. It's gonna be a lot of wiping going on. Yeah, just stitch some leaves uh, together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, stitch- honey. When you're done stitching the flag, can you stitch some leaves? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the use of the turkey. In it in the U.S. for Thanksgiving precedes Lincoln's nationalization of the holiday in 1863. It was Alexander Hamilton that proclaimed that no citizen of the United States should refrain from turkey on Thanksgiving Day. And Benjamin Franklin had high regard for the wild turkey as an American icon. But turkey was uncommon as Thanksgiving fair until after 1800. By 1857, turkey had become part of the traditional dinner in New England. That's awesome, dude. Um, fun fact about Ben Franklin, speaking, you know, you brought him up also. I have on my notes here. Uh, ben Franklin um, lobbied to have the turkey be the national bird of the United States of America. Really? He, he wanted, yeah. Today, uh, not everyone knows it's the American, it's the American bald eagle is, mm-hmm. is, is our bird. Uh, Benjamin Franklin wanted it to be the turkey. That's, I that's, can see why they went with the eagle. It's it looks a lot more noble than yeah. like a fat fifty five pound turkey. Yeah, yeah. Especially since we we you know eat it on the regular so much, it would be kind of shameful, right? Really? Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's no better way to celebrate America than to eat our national bird. So, yeah. So. Is it because he looked like a turkey? I totally I see that. Why? You know, you know. Uh, do you remember the show The Animaniacs? Yeah. They did a few segments with Benjamin Franklin. I remember this so clearly, and he was, and it was basically his head on a turkey. <laughs> Is that how they depicted him? <laughs> That's how they depicted him. Like he absolutely looked like a turkey, and in my opinion, so does Mitch McConnell. I don't want to get political at all, but like Mitch McConnell looks like a turkey, like a hundred percent. There's a lot going on with that face. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and now he's part of the Black Hand too. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um what what else do we have? Uh this uh, is from the White House uh, the White House Cookbook 1887. Okay. Uh it was written by Mrs. F.L. Gillette. I don't know if that has anything to do with Gillette, the best a man can get. Uh but she had uh on the menu for Thanksgiving, which was oysters on uh, in a half shell, turtle power, cream of chicken soup. <laughs> Fried fried smelts. I don't know what smelts are. I don't know, but uh, that sounds gross, man. Yeah. Like smelting, isn't that like welding or or like the combining of metals? Isn't that smelting? I, I don't know, but whoever smelts it dealt it. Thank you. I'm sure they said that at the table in 1887. <laughs> oh, sorry. I had to, man. I had uh, to. That was, that was a cheap shot. I'm sorry, man. Just go ahead. I'm sorry. Let's bring it back. Let's get professional. We're talking about a, a serious holiday here. Let's, you know, let's get right back into it. I'm sorry, Tyler. That's fine. Uh, sauce tatar, uh, roast turkey, cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, baked squash, boiled onions, which is odd, uh, parsnip fritters, olives, chicken salad, venison pastry, uh, pumpkin pie, mince pie, Charlotte Russe, almond ice cream, lemon jelly, hickory nut cake, cheese, just cheese, just uh, cheese. fruits, and coffee. So that's that right. was with uh, that was in a Thanksgiving dinner in 1887. Some of this sounds pretty good. Some of, uh, it some of this awesome. I don't. Some of it sounds awesome, but some of this I don't think deserved its own mention, like lemon jelly and cheese. So that just. <laughs> And just cheese, by the way. No one knows what happened with that. It was was it a slice of cheese? Was it a, a wheel of cheese? like no one knows? 
Just um, like throw the table in front of you. Here's some cheese. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm with it. Uh, this is a little a little thing I found from Finder from this year, which is about turkey cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, projection that a 16 pound turkey will cost twenty three dollars and eighty one cents this year. Uh, this year, our estimates show that Americans are expected to spend one point zero nine five billion dollars, which is almost $56 million more than last year. Uh, this increase is driven by an increase in the price per pound of turkey this November compared to last November. Uh, so with that, the final thing I have here uh, that I hope we go into on your end in a second is the Thanksgiving sides that I found from Insider of 2017, the top 10. Okay. Uh, so we're starting at number 10. See how you agree with these. We have candied yams, uh, cream spinach, uh, number eight, which I think you'll disagree with too, like me, uh, is Brussels sprouts. No, thank you. Which is, yeah, it's just a BS. Uh, sweet potato casserole, which, uh, which to me is kind of like yams. I, I don't understand why that's. Because you still I bake think, candied think, yams. Yeah, but I think that one has like marshmallows on it or something, right? Or is that not the same well, thing? Well, that's... I, I guess... I mean, yeah, I would think a mash, uh, uh, marshmallows would be on or in that too. But candied yams also is usually just thrown on the top of it. Right. Um, number six is green bean casserole, which is a staple. Uh, depends on who makes it, though. Uh, number five is cranberry sauce. Four are rolls, just in general. Number three is an important one, macaroni and cheese. Yes. Uh, number two is stuffing. And number one is mashed potatoes. Okay. So okay. that's, that was, according to the insider, three years ago, that was the top 10 Thanksgiving sides. And, is and there that, we go. Is that- is that in any kind of order or is just, you know, it is what it is? They had some really crap ones. I think they had the top 14. Oh, okay. um, and I remember seeing the, you know, 14 through 10. I was like, yeah, I, I'm not even going to bother throwing these in because these are really stupid, like stupider than Brussels sprouts. So what I found strange is that there's some staples that that aren't that weren't mentioned. Um what I have for you here is a list from Wikipedia. It's it's basically the on the table staples, you know, I'm guessing as of this year, right? I mean, it's 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 always updated. Mm. Um, in no particular order, it's turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, gravy, uh, cranberry sauce, sweet potatoes, green bean casserole, rolls slash cornbread. Um, it said pumpkin slash apple slash pecan pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that I found out from this list is when you continue reading, uh, it starts breaking it down by by regions. Um, traditionally on the table, mac and cheese doesn't belong. It's a southern thing, according to according to Wikipedia. Uh, okay. I'm I'm maybe the pickiest person alive. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty horrible, right, Tyler? Uh, there, there is a consideration when we go eat on a, what kind of restaurant <laughs> yeah. So, so for me, just, you know, mac and cheese, I never really, I never really not, you know, I, I've never been at a, at a Thanksgiving without it. I mean, have you? Uh, not, not like a normal family Thanksgiving. It's usually, it's either the ones that we, I mean, that we've had, like we have a friend Thanksgiving or it's like at a, like a, or, or another potluck. Kind okay. Of. It's not a, like, yeah, it's not like at a, a normal family Thanksgiving, which is interesting. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I asked because reading, reading that list. Okay. Reading that list and then further reading, finding the mac and cheese. It made me start wondering if you guys were catering to me. I'm like, did they do this? So I would have something to eat. Um, no, because it's it should be on the table. I, I absolutely, dude. No one agrees more than me. I promise you. Um, <laughs> with, with that said, so from that list, uh, turkey aside, we're talking just sides. We're talking just sides, Tyler. I want the power rankings. Um, 
let me give you mine first because my my list is short, sweet, and to the point. You're gonna hear that a lot of things are off the list, and that's because those are things that I I absolutely won't touch. Um, in order, this is you know how big of a pile I make on my plate to how small of a pile I make on my plate. So the most real estate on my plate, and we're again not talking turkey, just sides. The biggest amount of real estate goes to mac and cheese, okay. uh, followed by mashed potatoes. Um, Tyler, I don't know how it works, man, because I always, I always do gravy and mashed potatoes. For me, it's a hand in hand thing, but every list I saw calls one mashed potatoes and calls one gravy. Is it, is it meant to be separated? And is it because gravy is, sorry? No, I think it, I think it is a separate thing because, uh, you know, people also put it, they put it on everything else. Like they put it on turkey, on stuff. That's what I had assumed. That's what I had assumed. Yeah. so it is its own thing. So after mashed potatoes, I have gravy. So for me, it's mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, gravy, and then rolls. Just bring on the bread. That That's me right there in a nutshell. That's if you see me at Thanksgiving, that's what's on my plate in that size of real estate from biggest to smallest. Uh, what about you, Tyler? Uh, I mean, okay, so – no particular well actually these three don't have any particular order uh green bean casserole mashed potatoes yams number two is uh mac and cheese and number one is stuffing like those and then of course turkey but those five things including turkey are 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 it i i could take or leave anything else i always want to like stuffing and maybe maybe i just haven't had like the good stuff yet but dude i've always wanted to like stuffing because people go nuts over it people people fight over the stuffing as Um, long as it doesn't have like like raisins or cranberry like whenever people put like any kind of fruit in there like really anything else once you put food in something or fruit in something it just it it it's like i don't nobody wants it anymore no, nobody does want it. That's the thing. People start getting liberal. And I think the thing is people mistake tradition for tired. People think, oh, this is, you know, oh, grandma's recipe. So, you know, let's let's mix it up. Let's not mix it up a little bit. Please, please, everyone, public service announcement from Eric, from Tyler. Don't yes. be brave. Don't be a hero. Don't change it up. There's a reason things need to last. Now, if you want to make your own stuffing or gravy or whatever it is and you want to be weird about it by all means be liberal go crazy make it hot pink if you want to do it do that on a side don't let that be the one option that there is right tyler please say something agreed just just everyone just stop that should be the takeaway from from this episode (laughs) it's just people just stop you're not helping you're not helping. You're part of the problem. And again, you could be as wild as you want to be. Make a small dish of it on the side and make one normal traditional one that everyone came there for. No one wants to try your freaking grape uh, apricot stuffing. Right, Tyler? Exactly. Fight fight for change in society, not at the <laughs> Thanksgiving table. Amen. Amen. Tyler, yes. 2024. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Kanye, uh-huh. baby. Yeah, right? Yeah, you're going to run that ticket right into the ground. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as, as far as traditions, Tyler, um, what I what I read and what I found interesting is Thanksgiving dinner isn't the – the it's not the one and only. There's Thanksgiving uh, lunch. Some people do brunch Thanksgiving. What do you guys do in your family? What do you what's – your, what's your tradition? It was always dinner. We've never – it's never been deviated. Um you know, I hop back and forth between families, like, uh, and it's just, uh, like you do too. Yeah. Right. I mean, do you, do you do both like each year? Do you, do you, uh, swap? So, so my, my dad's side of the family really, you know, they're, they're very, you know, American. They're very, um, they're very, uh, they're very into those holidays. Um, so normally what I do is I've traditionally done it when I do it with my family, it's always with my dad. Um, Mm. my mom, you know, she, she's, you know, we're, we're, we're immigrants. So, you know, my mom doesn't really have a connection to it. Also doesn't like Turkey. So it's completely lost on her. My mom has no idea. Uh, uh, you know, she, she knows what it's about and all that, but she has no interest for her. It's, it's Thursday. 
Uh, my dad, they go all out. Yeah, my dad goes all out. My my stepmom's side of the family comes in, you know, in big numbers. They do the potluck style. Uh, everyone, you know, has their signature thing that they bring. Uh, usually I bring flowers because that's the only thing I know how to make. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's for, it's for everyone's safety. I bring I bring closed items. If you ever invite, and it's still perishable. It's still perishable. Like even the flowers I bring are questionable. So if you ever bring me, <laughs> yeah. if you ever invite me to a place, just know whatever I I'm bringing is packaged. I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm not. I'm not Mr. Cook. I'm not Mr. Make it. I can't do it. Um, that's us. It's very. I think it's very traditional. I mean, there's all the things that I saw on the list here. Um, apparently, they know to make mac and cheese because I'm coming. So that's always a thing. But what about you guys, Tyler? I mean, you. So you said you jump back and forth. How do you? Is it all in one day? How do you do it? Well, I mean, I mean, I jump back and forth in in like each year, like one family is each year. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it's pretty straightforward. Like, it's really just dinner and then unbuckle the pants, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> is it, is potluck it, the the way to go? Is potluck the tradition? Is that what people do, or is that just what I'm used to seeing? It, it uh, I it's especially becoming more common as relatives get older. Um, but it was always like when I was younger, it was usually always the, the older relatives would make the food and then someone would bring like desserts, but now it's becoming more of a pot. Like, I think there's more of a transition going on now. So if someone uh, says, Tyler, you're invited to my Thanksgiving, what are you bringing? What is your thing? Uh, usually I kind of like with your whole thing, something packaged like a pie or like wine or, or something like that. Um, other than that, yeah, other than that, it's just, uh, it's pretty much just dinner. It's nothing special. I mean, uh, out of the ordinary, it's always special, right. but. So, so my next question on the food and while we're, while we're still talking food, um, the three that they mentioned, and it's the three that I've seen. I don't, I don't know if you've seen something other on the table. They say pumpkin, apple and pecan pie. Yeah. Uh, what, what, how do you do that? What's your, what's your one, two, three right there? Pumpkins first, apple second. Uh, pecan. I don't understand pecan pie. People, I know people love it, but it's weird, dude. Have you have you ever tried it? So I like pecan pie a lot, but it has to be homemade. I don't like the store bought one. I like the homemade one, um, which isn't always the case with me. Usually, you know, I'm you know, uh, my family's so big on the best foods at home. I don't know how I fell so far off that tree. All I want is you know outside food, but. Pecan pie is one of those things that that I love it if it's homemade. It's very very sweet. Is that is that your beef with it? Yeah, it's it's that and just like the like the the hardness of the pecan. Like pie to me is very it should be very soft. Okay, you know, it's just but okay. then you have the hard pecans in there, which you know yeah. break up easily once you chew it. But I don't know. It's just oh, it's a consistency thing too. Okay, so so you're about yeah. the texture. That's why you went for pumpkin before apple, even right? Uh, well, pumpkin just tastes better than apple pie, dude. I love apple pie. I don't know what it is, man. I love apple pie. It's it's all American. <laughs> it's all it's all American, man. That's me trying to fit yeah. in, man. Like, I just I love apple pie, man. Like that's that's one of those things. Like even at McDonald's, you know, they have that. What's that thing called? Like what's the little apple pie called? I think it's just apple pie. Is it? They don't have like a nickname for it. Uh, let me that's a good question hang on mcdonald's I, I love those the only thing i have to say about that is if you ever get it i don't know what their freaking problem is they warm it up to like the temperature of the sun so so yeah. when you when you bite into it whatever liquid is in it is will burn every part of the inside of your mouth and i promise you that that's a guarantee that i give um, it's like a hot pocket it's like well, okay so it's it's just known as baked apple pie that's on their website Baked so apple it's not pie. a McPie or anything. Yeah. That's weird that they didn't take credit for that one. Um, but go to McDonald's and ask for a McPie. I want to know what happens. <laughs> yeah, get back to us on that. If anyone orders a McPie, just let us know what you got, please. Um, I will say, though, like if there's cherry pie there, cherry pie will take precedent over any other pie. So that's your go-to. If you see cherry pie, it's out of the way, right? Yeah. it's it, uh, w uh, Screw women and children first. Everybody out of the way. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so that's as far as family, as far as friends, do you have traditions with friends, Tyler? I don't know, Eric, do I? 
I, I thought other than me, I was going to let you go first, but what we have been no, that's doing, it. That's it. Okay. So I think it's been since 2000, I want to say since 2009 or 10, um, we've been doing Friendsgiving at my house. It's every single year except for this year, which is breaking my heart into a million pieces. Um, Friendsgiving started with the idea that so many of our friends, um, you know, their family, their families weren't in California. So these people wouldn't have Thanksgiving otherwise, or they would, you know, have their little thing at home or whatever. And I said, you know what? Let's never do it on Thanksgiving. Let's do it. You know, we almost always do it the Saturday after. And it became a tradition in 2009 and it was going every year for the last 10 years. Um, What we do is we invite friends over and it's potluck from, you know, just everything. Just someone brings drinks, someone brings sides, someone brings this, someone brings that. We were always careful or lucky somehow that things weren't repeated. Uh, so we never got, you know, eight macaroni and cheeses, uh, even though I wouldn't have minded. Eric, I think I, I think we may have lost Eric for a second. Can you hear me? Yeah, there we go. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, but it's it's been it's been a tradition for all the years, and that's that's what that's what we like to do. Uh, Tyler, anything to say about Friendsgiving? It is one of the uh, I think the few social gatherings that I really really look forward to. It's always a lot of fun. You always see people that you haven't seen in. I mean, some of them at least six months, unfortunately. And you just, you know, you hang out, you eventually get hammered. You have a ton of food (laughs) that, that everybody contributes. It's always good. Um, You know, especially it's always fun when it was, it's when it's at your mom's too, because um, it, it makes sense now. I didn't realize that she wasn't too into Thanksgiving, but that's why there's a lot of like the, um, I guess like the, the middle East kind of food too. So you get like, yeah, kind of like the more traditional American Thanksgiving. And then you have like the, like the kebabs and the, the, the hummus and then, you know, whatever else. And that, what, it, what is the hot, hot sauce called? Like that? What, what is oh, it called? The, it's called Skrug. S-C-H-U-G. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's hot sauce. It's, it's like a salsa kind of, but it's it's it, it you see people's mind get blown when they have turkey and dip it in hummus or they have turkey and they you know and on the same plate you can have kebab it really is beautiful to see the world come together like that right it actually is it's a great um, like melting <laughs> of cultures and it's delicious i mean it you is, don't yeah. you don't leave there unsatisfied no no if you leave if you leave Friendsgiving hungry, it's it's your fault. There's something wrong with you. There's no one else's fault. Eric's mom will kill you. That that too. That's part of that's on the that's on the menu. It says, you know, leave leave happy or, or leave in a body bag. Um, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that the reason why we do it on Saturdays, and this was Tyler, don't get mad at me. I'm throwing you right underneath the bus. Nice. We had it on Sundays before. And this was years and years ago. And Tyler said to me, Eric, this year we need to make it on Saturday because many of us get trashed and it's impossible to go to work the next day. Impossible. (laughs) So kind of since then, it's been on Saturday. And I think the skin story might be what one of the last times it was on a Sunday. Right, Tyler? That's right. That's right. Yes. I think. I think the skin story, which we're going to get into in a minute, the skin story is what brought us into, that was the last straw. That was, that was, you know, the realization that, Hey, we can't be doing this on Sundays and going to work on the Monday. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tyler, do you, do you mind telling everyone what the skin story is? Okay. So we talked, we're trying to figure out what year this happened. So we're thinking what, 2013? I think we're landing on Maybe. 2013. Okay, so th- this is the way it usually goes. Uh, you know, everyone sort of brings, you know, whatever they bring or whatever. Uh, the tradition is I typically bring uh, a handle of Jameson. And usually uh, a few people are very happy about that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the night goes on and we all have fun. And I- I'm plastered completely. And so it's time to go home. Uh, I need to uh, go to work uh, the next day unfortunately. So, uh, you know, Eric, always the gracious host, you know, 
he's like, okay, let me let me fix you a plate and uh, you'll be off on your way. Say, great. So he does all the fixins and there was some uh, there was some questionable mac and cheese that year too. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. That was the year with the mac and cheese where we have a friend who decided a quick and easy idea for mac and cheese would be to boil noodles and take um, the cheese queso sauce, mm-hmm. warm up the cheese queso sauce and just pour it over the noodles and call it a day. That's bachelor mac and cheese 101, I guess. It was it was not Yum. Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, sorry, go ahead. So, go ahead. No, no. Uh, and Eric gave me a generous helping of that. And so when I went into work the next day and, you know, it was time for lunch and whatever, I went to the fridge, heated up. And, uh, but as I'm putting it on a plate, I'm looking at it and I'm just like, wait, wait, look at all the mac and cheese. This, that's, this is really mean of Eric. But then I, I, you know, (laughs) I start scooping through everything and I'm like, what, what is going on here? And so I, I text Eric and I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but we got to seriously stop with the, with the amount of alcohol allowed in your home. Because for some reason (laughs) I ended up. Get just taking a bunch of turkey skin and and putting it. There's like no meat. It's all it's all bird skin. I mean, it was delicious, but like this this has got to be put in check next year. And uh, and in any case, the the skin was great. The cholesterol was high. I, everything was so, good. So to to Tyler's defense, okay, I made the plate for him. Tyler was in no condition to make his own plate. Um, what what I didn't know is they separated the turkey by. Light meat, dark meat, skin. Now I don't know if that's that's how everyone does it. I I don't remember seeing it done like that before. So I just took a pile of what I thought was meat and put it on a plate for him. He ended up having a plate full of skin to, to eat. Like <laughs> I'm I'm really sorry about that, but but you know he he sends me he he's like. Dude, I don't know how hammered I was when I made this plate, and you know I was still shy to to say I did it. So he's like, I don't know how hammered I was, but dude, I had a plate full of skin. There's nothing but skin. So I, I'm laughing like hell. I'm dying. So I'm like, oh no, <laughs> what did you do? He's like, I ate it. It was fucking great, but like there was no meat. Since that day, since that year, we've we've had our our friends givings on on Saturdays, and that's you know thanks to Tyler. Now people can get as smashed as they want, and have their plate of skin on a Sunday, and not have to go right to work. That way, on Sunday, when you notice it's just skin, you can call Eric and say, hey, I have to come back and, and <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> re- have a refill. Because there's nothing like a plate of skin and mac and queso. It's, it's, yeah. That's Thanksgiving. <laughs> mac and queso, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wasn't there a hamburger helper involved, too, in that macaroni I, and cheese? I, I hope to God not. I, I'll be honest with you. I saw it, and I didn't even taste it. And the, the poor guy was so so impressed by himself he brought two um catering trays two catering trays i was thinking of the word for the trays he brought two catering trays there was enough for like 20 people so i i i don't i i i have no idea how what ended up happening with those trays because everyone picked at it and left it so i know tyler got a good amount birds of birds too yeah the yeah so i know tyler got a good amount of it but but that was it <laughs> Um, speaking of, I'm going to do something special for you guys. I'm going to share my mac and cheese recipe for anyone, uh, who's interested. this mac and cheese recipe, full disclosure does not hold very well. This is, this is a mac and cheese to be eaten the day of, um, the hour it's made and not too long after, uh, Tyler and I found that out the hard way. So for anyone ready I'm about to go into it if you want to write it down. Uh, It's pretty simple. It's two cups uncooked elbow macaroni, four tablespoons of butter, two and a half cups grated sharp cheddar cheese, three eggs, half a cup of sour cream, one ten, uh, ten and three quarter ounce can of condensed cheddar cheese soup, which this makes the dish. This honest to God, this makes the dish. Half a tablespoon, I'm sorry, half a teaspoon of salt, one cup of milk, half a teaspoon of dry mustard. That's optional. I usually don't do it, but I've done it in the past and that's how it's written. So I just go for it. Dry mustard. Dry mustard. 
Yeah, dude, I've done it before. Um, I originally did it with that. It doesn't need it, dude. Honestly, it doesn't need it. It really doesn't. It adds like a weird flavor in my opinion. Um, and half a teaspoon of black pepper, that always changes. That always changes. The the the, the black pepper, it's at your discretion. Mm. Did um, you use that? The the black pepper? Yeah. I, I, I always do, but you people, usually use it? Oh. Yeah, but yeah, I always do. But people, you know, add and subtract. Um I mean, it's quick. I mean, you boil the macaroni and cheese, you mix the wet ingredients, you mix the dry ingredients, and you just throw it all together and let it sit in a, in a, what's that, what's that thing uh, called? Crock pot. In a crock pot. Yeah. You let it sit in the crock pot for like two hours, man. It's, 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 it's phenomenal. How um, could you forget crock pot? Crock pot. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was thinking, I was thinking like hot pot. I'm like, no, that's not right. But um, it's it comes out awesome. It really does. It comes out awesome. It's to be eaten within the hour it's made. Uh, within three minutes, you have to eat it. So yeah. So me and Tyler, we we were we were making it together. We were dying to eat it. It smells so good. The whole house smells good. Um, when it was ready, I I had poor time management, and when it was ready, we both tried it. It was killer. It was killer. But our we knees were buckled. Like, our knees buckled. And the problem was the, the the guests weren't arriving for an hour. So, you know, you just kind of let it sit in the crock pot. And it was By a the- casual – it's a casual party too. So, you know, there, no one has a set time of arriving really. I, You know, that's to, to our detriment because we totally could have, you know, eaten the whole thing and said, hey, we just started eating when everyone came and no one would have second-guessed us. But, yeah, that, that was – it, it, it really it went to hell and it went to hell quick. Um, but that's the mac and cheese recipe. That's It's really, really good. It stays creamy. I don't like baked mac and cheese too much. I think the creamy oh, is a God. It's so dried <laughs> out and weird and crusty. It is. When it it's is. baked. It is, man. I, people I don't go know gaga, I, though. People love it. People love that crust on top. I could do without it. It's it's fine without it. The only uh, thing worse than baked macaroni and cheese is noodle kugel, which is absolute garbage. That's yeah. It's anyway. horrible. It's horrible um, Jewish food. It's nasty. It's anyone telling you they they their recipe is the right one is lying to you. There is no. It's right not one. horrible Jewish food. It's horrible food. <laughs> it's horrible food. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's just horrible food. Just all it's all an around. Abomination of flavor. It is. It is. Speaking it's of the abom- genetic mutation of food. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. If you if you have more, I'm all I'm all for it. It's, it's no. as nasty as can be, and people are so proud of of it. And it's always bad. It's noodle noodle kugel, right? Yeah, spelled S H I T in a pan. <laughs> in a pan, yeah, with noodles. And don't it's one it. of it. It's one of those that everyone says you, if you don't like it, it's because you haven't tried mine yet. And when you try theirs, it's even worse than the one you had prior. Yeah, it's it's never ever. Go. If you want to look it up, I mean, just look it up. It's it's you'll see. Brace right yourself. Bra- yeah, sit down when you see it. No one no one needs to see that. You know, with eyes wide open. No. Um, I have the rest in peace segment this week, Tyler. This special Thanksgiving edition. I thought yeah. I would have the rest in peace segment. Rest in peace to the turkeys, man. Rest in peace to the there turkeys. There you go. Um, nearly fifty million eaten each year. 80, 50 million. 50 million. Five zero million of them are eaten each year. Uh, 88% of Americans choose turkey as as the as the meat of choice for, for Thanksgiving. Um, oh, 50 million every Thanksgiving. Every Thanksgiving, dude. Every Thanksgiving. Oh, my yeah. God. I was, I was just thinking throughout the year in general. No, oh, my God. Oh, no, 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 no. This is 50 million in a day. This is 50 million over a weekend. 50 million wow. each year in America. Yeah. 88% of Americans take that over anything. I've heard people are doing like, um, there's people that do like roasts and stuff like, like beef mm-hmm. and all that, but it's, it's rare. I mean, everyone goes to, the, you know, Turkey, um, wow. per year, the average American, they say eats 104.9 pounds of, of Turkey. So rest in peace to them. Damn. Uh, Last year, uh, nearly 254 million turkeys were produced last year, which if you think about that number, 254 million, 
50 million are eaten in those days of Thanksgiving. So we eat one fifth of all turkeys on Thanksgiving. On 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 the day of the day after the day before of Thanksgiving, we eat one fifth of 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 the entire produced turkey, man. Wow. Uh, in the last forty years, they've more than doubled in size. Um, a few just you know fun facts: uh, wild turkeys that you see in the wild, they can they can fly, they can soar for almost a mile. Um, the store bought turkeys, the ones that we eat, cannot fly. They're they're they become a flightless bird. Yeah, they they no kidding. Yeah, they're genetically yeah. If they could fly, they wouldn't be on my plate, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the male turkey is called a tom uh, or a gobbler. The female turkeys are called hens. Um, mm-hmm. They're said to have more protein than chicken or beef. It's it's America's go to. I mean, that's the Thanksgiving thing. Unfortunately for the turkey, I mean. That's what it is. They say also, this is a fun fact, everyone likes to blame the turkey for getting the itis. Uh, Tyler, can you tell? Can you explain what the itis is? Uh, the itis is a, uh, a, uh, a reaction that humans get uh, that I guess was uh, the effect of tryptophan, which is so, in turkey, but apparently not. So what they're saying is the reason people get into a tiredness, a.k.a. food coma from the Thanksgiving meal is from the amount of carbohydrates that we have and not specifically to the turkey. So they want to make it a trend. They want to make it a thing. Shift the blame. Stop blaming the turkey. There's people who don't eat the turkey on Thanksgiving and are just as tired as you are. You are in a food coma from the carbohydrates. That's what it is. Who's putting up a fuss about this? Who cares? Everyone says <laughs> like, you <laughs> You know, people are always saying, oh, you eat the turkey, you get the itis. It's it's not hand in hand. I mean, it, turkey is just part of the problem, Tyler. And these guys, you know, go through enough. These toms, these hens, they go through enough. Uh, rest in peace to the turkey, man. Rest in peace to the turkey. That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> I would love to see like a like a back and forth segment on something about like stop, stop giving turkeys a bad rep. It's not them. Yeah. It's the mac and cheese. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's the carbs, dude. It's the, the the mac and cheese is as much to blame as the as the you know as the turkey itself. Let's be real. Let's be real, real for a minute, Tyler. How many seconds do you get? Normal Thanksgiving. It's never one plate, right? Oh God, no. Part of the tradition is stuffing your face, right? Absolutely. So after the initial plate, in my this is just me. I don't know how you are. After the initial plate, when I go for seconds. I stop getting turkey already. When I go for seconds, it's almost always sides. Are you are you the same way, or do you just take you know a smaller portion of everything and just do one more run around the block? Uh, that it. Wow, that's that's interesting. I guess you know if the <laughs> if the turkey is dry, I'll leave it. Or if there's only like I'm a dark meat guy, so if there's no dark meat left, then. If there's only white meat, then screw it because it's too dry. Yeah. But yeah, right. I, yeah, you know, it's funny. Always the second round, it's always more sides than than the bird. And that, and that's what I'm saying. And that's what these good people are saying too, dude. We're getting carb loaded and still just blaming the first round of turkey that we had and saying, oh, that's, this is why I'm tired. So cut cut the turkey a break, Tyler. And the booze too. And the booze too, man. The booze. Tons of carbs and booze. <laughs> that that too that too so the last thing i want to talk about before we get into the song of the day because when i was reading and you know upon further reading i found that mac and cheese was a southern thing and all that they say that that the drink of of uh of the thanksgiving table is apple cider do you agree with that uh i mean sure i I guess why not um it's it seems like something that would have been served you know, way back when, uh, who did, did where did you, uh, see that? I'm just curious. That's, that's on Wikipedia. That's upon further. Oh, Wikipedia. It has, yeah. It has on the table and then it goes more and then it goes region and then it goes drinks. So it said, it says that it says that apple cider is the drink, you know, I guess, is that like, uh, did they specify like hard cider or that I, I'm sure that, you know, it's not Martinelli's cause they didn't have that. And yeah, no, I, I'll, 
honestly, I didn't, I didn't dig too deep because I wasn't so concerned with drinks. As soon as I saw the cider, I'm like, I, I don't know if I've ever had cider during Thanksgiving. I'm sure I have, but that's not my go-to. That's not what I, you know, that's not, I don't know. There's, there's many other things I would like to drink before I drink, you know, apple cider at a table. Are you the same way or, or traditionally, you know, being brought up and everything? Is that something that, that you know to be true? That has never made an appearance on a Thanksgiving table on this end. Never. So you never. Well, no. Okay. Well, you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's a new one. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <that's, laughs> we failed Thanksgiving. Yep. So that about wraps up our Thanksgiving episode. Tyler, what about a song of the day for us? Uh, this one is uh, sort of a weird one. I heard this in a YouTube video from uh, the, the YouTube channel Nexpo. Uh, and it's actually from the video game Paper Mario, the Origami King, and it's called Origami Castle. And it's a really fun track that uh, I know it's weird. It's from a video game, but it's actually pretty fun. Uh, so that's the uh, song of the day from here. What do you got? So I, I actually like that a lot, Tyler. I like that a lot. And I like that game a lot too, man. Do you remember playing that one? Never played it. You never played Paper Mario? Mm-mm. I think you would like him. I don't know. Um, what, what is special about Paper Mario? Is it like the animation? Is it like just the graphics are more, you know, flat and kind of South Parky? Is that what? It's exactly that. It's exactly that. And and that's exactly how I would describe it to it. Absolutely. is South Parky where it's almost two dimensional, but it's, it's also not, it's really, it's really a cool take on it. Um, just take a look at it on YouTube. When you, when you have a, a minute, just look at game review or gameplay of Paper Mario. I think it's really cool, man. Um, yeah, so my song of the day today is going to be a song by the band Depeche Mode. Everyone knows Depeche Mode. It's called Enjoy Mm. the Silence. Oh my gosh, yes. Right? So the The reason Classic song. Classic song, classic band. The reason I'm going with that, with that song is after Thanksgiving, when the itis kicks in, because of the carbs off the turkey, (laughs) uh, you know, just enjoy the silence, man. Just enjoy it, dude. Just hang out, just family, just kick back, just fucking play a song take a nap enjoy your life enjoy your friends everything's okay it's thanksgiving what a great that's a great song choice for the holiday perfect dude right yeah i love depeche mode man honestly that just made that just that just makes everything man dude they're one of those bands that every song is an anthem every time depeche mode's on the radio you're gonna listen to it i don't care where it is in the song you're gonna hear depeche mode right yeah and they age gracefully every generation loves them Everyone loves them. Everyone loves them. Yeah. My mom loves them. My grandma loves them. I love them. You know, it's it's everyone loves Depeche Mode. Even Tyler. Even Tyler. <laughs> they they are an eighties band whose they sound very eighties and yet their music still it's still popular. Absolutely. So that says something. Yeah, they're timeless. One of the good ones. Yeah. All right. Well, happy well, Thanksgiving, was, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Eat a turkey or don't or whatever. Don't eat any noodle kugel. Don't eat skin. Don't eat skin. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys on episode 10. We have a fun one coming up for episode 10. So come back for that one. See you, everyone.